Chris Brown, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing all right. This is uh, sipping on a couple. Take two. Bud Light <laughs> seltzers. This is take two. Because the first per- portion was, uh, let's just say there was a lot of shit that happened that didn't need to be in the audio. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, it was just uh, it, it was it was poor podcasting. It was it was poor. And so dogs. we don't want to put out any bad products. And dogs. And dogs. Yeah, and there dogs. was it was just kind of a little chaotic and. Uh, so now we're, so here. we're back for round two, and no, no promises it's gonna be any better, but no. we'll do our best. Um. So Bud Light seltzers. Do you like those, or do you like White Claws and Truly's better? Honestly, they all taste basically the same. Yeah. Um. I got these because I started thinking of honestly I got these because of the real men of genius that <laughs> you guys that conversation you guys will never hear I sang a little bit of a the real men of genius and the old Bud Light campaign again we're not gonna go back to to the deleted portions please give but it but that go. was on my mind real men of genius Beautiful. today we salute you Mister Podcaster with ten listeners but. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking that was you, hang my on. Inspiration. I, I was thinking because you said, I don't know what you said. Like our fantastic eight, we sh- we should try make a T-shirt of that. <laughs> like the, the fantastic the faithful eight. Yeah, I was like that's fucking perfect. <laughs> that was that made me laugh. Yeah, somewhere around there. I don't know the numbers. I don't care that's about the numbers. That's not accurate, just... but yeah, <laughs> it's still funny. Our fan base is the faithful eight. That's. Mm-hmm. Faithful eight. What we're going with from now on. Mm-hmm. But yes, I grabbed a couple. These aren't. These are bigger than tall boys. These are fucking fat boys. Like the the twenty five ounce ones. Twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty five tankers. Grabbed a strawberry and a mango. So. To me. Working on those. So, I like the hard seltzers and stuff, but Bud Lights, I don't like. Um, if I had to rank them. Top, like those three, I would probably say Truly's, White Claws, and the Bud Light ones last. I would be really interested in pouring all three of them in just glasses and you had a blind taste test and seeing if you could pick out which ones are which. Oh, no, no, I no chance. I don't know if you could. No chance. <laughs> uh, maybe the Bud Light ones, just because I feel like those flavors are a little bit stronger, but uh, they're not like subtle. I feel like Trulies and White Claws are a little more subtle, but um, I don't know. The I don't know. The Bud Lights are weird to me, but you're right. I really just got them so I could sing that song. <laughs> they're all pretty much the same. What are you drinking? Trulies. <laughs> there you go. Wild. Remember when there was a stigma around drinking hard seltzers? It was like, oh yeah. What are you, a, what are you a woman? Yep. Like, now no. everybody drinks them. No. Now it's just. Yeah, people have gotten over it, and it's just... Honestly, I drink these way more than beer. I just, I really don't drink a lot of beer anymore. I like beer, but if I drink too many, I feel real bloated. And by too many, that's like four or more. <laughs> just feel bloated. Dude, if I drink like three IPAs, I am not... I am hurting. That's a bad scene. Yeah, some of them are heavy. It depends on what you're, what you're drinking. IPAs are just... They're dry, typically. Yeah, <laughs> I go in more depth, but I don't think anybody wants to hear that. Some beer talk. Yeah. No, I've pretty much just switched to switched to seltzers and wine. I haven't been drinking too much wine lately, the last couple of weeks. But I had some wine, wine this weekend, Valentine's Day. There's a bottle of wine there that we found. It's called Nineteen Crimes. You seen those? It's like a different maybe like a uh, mug shot on the on the bottle. Um, one of them is Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg made a bottle. Oh of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. I've seen the Snoop bottle. They that one's a good one, but for wine, my I don't don't really drink a lot of it. I've been drinking uh, tequila. Oh god, just sipping on tequila. That's aggressive, frankly. Well, it's <laughs> it's good tequila. It, it's it's pretty good tequila. So I, it's like not take shots of it type of tequila. Mm-hmm. Well, just casually, maybe maybe throw an ice cube or two in there and then just work on it over the course of 30 minutes just tequila on the rocks or rock tequila on the rock single rock (laughs) single rock i don't know i've never really been a tequila fan 
it gets me fucked up and I just don't I don't know not my jam tequila for whatever reason is I'm immune to any sort of hangovers after tequila oh I'm the opposite I remember <laughs> so in during college I was at the bars and I was trying to buy this girl a drink and I went up to the bartender I go I was I was three sheets to the wind we were at our last stop of like kind of the rounds for the bars in town and I was just like, can I get two shots of tequila, please? And the guy just looked at me, and he laughed, and I turned to my right, and the girl was gone. <laughs> I was like, there we go. <laughs> just fucking not surprised. Did he pour you the shots? No, hell no. He said, get out of here. <laughs> well, there you go. Probably, probably a wise move. He was Don't, looking yeah. out for your best interest there. No, I would have been on the floor. That's for sure. Sometimes not the worst place to be. It isn't a dirty, grimy-ass bar. Well, as long as you make it home first, you can end up on the floor. It'll be all right. Yeah, that was my jam, too, during school. I would uh, Dude, I actually, lay on the ground do you remember all when the I time. Woke up, do you remember when I woke up on your bathroom floor over <laughs> when you were over there? No, I don't. Oh, man. Yeah, that was that's the last time that happened. <laughs> I don't remember that. We were but... box- yeah, it was snowy out. We were boxing in the street on the way back. I don't know how oh, I ended that's up in the bathroom. Right. That's right. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, that's I was, right. I was hurting that morning. but Yeah, that was a snowy night and just no chance of a cat. That was like a Wednesday. Yeah, it was a random, <laughs> random day. It was. I think it was actually for Lloyd's birthday. Yeah, it Rest was. R.I.P. It was. It was. Lloyd, I don't know if it was his 20th. 20... Floyd. Sleepy Floyd, yeah. I don't know if it's his twenty first birthday or what, but it might it couldn't have been because no. he's older than the two of us. Yeah, no, it wasn't so, his twenty first. It was just yeah. a birthday, but we were just celebrating. Just like fuck it, yeah, let's go out. <laughs> I definitely didn't go to class <laughs> the next day. I'll tell you that. Oh man, that was bad news. Mm-hmm. I, <sighs> well, he he was a he could drink, and when he drank, he drank shots, and I I'm like I'll have a shot or two maybe. And then after that, I'm like, okay, I need a beer or something like that. But yeah, when he drink, he drank, he would drink like he's just lining up shots. <laughs> like, dude, I can't do that. I could do it then. Well, apparently not that night, but I could. <laughs> no, we had a lot though, because it was just the three of us I... just fucking around. Yeah, I used to be able to to do that. Not anymore, man. I especially, I don't know how I'm gonna bounce back after COVID once the bars open back up i don't really have any desire to get back to the old ways of going out and spending 90 dollars at the bar for yeah and then trying to find your way home yeah i mean it doesn't appeal to me anymore no i really got into going out like i like to go to breweries and shit like that but um in town there's a couple nice places to go play some pool with some cheap drinks and stuff so that's fun to do every once in a while but yeah i mean after college, it was rare, really, to go out when you go out every single weekend, at least once in college. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. <laughs> just tired after work for a full week. You want to just kind of hang out. Exactly. It's like that's that sounds like a lot of a lot of effort into a result that I could just get at home. Yeah. Well, your weekend goes by quicker, too, I feel like. If you go out and get hammered on a Friday... And then Saturday, you're just a hurting unit. And then your Saturday is pretty much wasted. And then you just got Sunday to, like, put your life back together before a week of work. <laughs> yeah, that sounds miserable. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to anything resembling that. Maybe once in a blue moon, but yeah. it would have to be for a reason. Yeah, I feel like that's all it is when you're older, out of school and stuff, is um, pretty much just celebrating something. You and know. even then... Dude, now, Birthday. even if I'm just, like... New job. I'm not necessarily in my house, but do you ever wake up after a night of, like, some pretty heavy drinking and your, like, anxiety is through the roof? I'm never really an anxious person, but, like, sometimes if I if I get, like, drunk, drunk, I'll wake up the next morning and just be like, fuck, I probably did something stupid last night. Even if I was fine. Like, everybody was like, no, you were cool, dude. It was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I wake... It's just, like, kind of this little bit of dread, like, oh, what did I do? Yeah, it's that point where you can't remember. Yeah. It's like you remember everything up to 
this point, and then after that, it's just nothing. That's bad news. Yeah. I think I'm past my prime. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, hangovers Maybe I'm in my are prime. bad. I don't know. Once I hit Maybe like I'm 20. In my prime and knowing that, knowing your limits is part of it. Yeah, definitely. Going to the bars that frequently is an art form. You learn once you hit, I, at least for me, like, because I remember around my 21st birthday, starting to go to the bars more frequently. And I was working a job that was straight cash tips. So I was making tip money. And I just blow all my tip money at the bars and uh, go to the go go to the bars and you just get hammered and you you slowly learn over a few different times of going and doing that. It's like, no, I probably should be a little bit better with pacing myself and making sure I can, like, remember everything and get home. And there is I could. So I'll tell you a little story here. And mom and dad, if you're listening, I'm sorry. So, it it was, I th- I think I was, I don't know, if maybe 21, 22, when I was at what ended up being one of my good friends in college's house, and I hadn't didn't know him at the time, and I got real drunk with a couple friends and just kind of hanging out, it was a little party, and it was a house I'd never been to before, and where I live, all of the streets are just fucking squares, it's just the straight lines and blocks. And, uh, so I got, they, the cops came, so everybody had to go home and whatever. And so I was trying to figure out where to go. And I went out the back when I came in the front Ooh. and I took a wrong that turn. Was a little bit of a Troy Aikman quote there. <laughs> and I took went a, out the back when I came in the front. Uh huh. So I took him and then he pulls out. <laughs> that was unintentional actually, but it ended up being, so I took a wrong turn and I basically ended up wandering around our town for the majority of the night. And it was cold. Like it was January or February. It was probably in the twenties. And since we were going to a party, I just said, fuck it. I'm just wearing a t-shirt. So I was wandering around in a t-shirt and it's like freezing ass cold. And I remember at one point I was just so defeated and I just sat down on the, on like the sidewalk. I was like, I don't know what to do. Eventually, I got home at like five o'clock in the morning, and I get home and go just go straight up to bed. And the next morning, my roommates came up and they're like, "Where the what the fuck happened to you last night?" It's like I have no idea. And they told me they called the jail, they called like the hospital, trying to figure out where the hell I was, and I was just wandering around the streets. I remember when I finally figured out where I was and found like our street, I just started running. Because I was so happy that I could, like, go home and get warmed up. Well, I ate shit and chipped my tooth. <laughs> and <laughs> the next morning, I went, like, got up. I was so defeated. I was dirty and just gross. And uh, I had to go to work the next day. And I didn't work early. I worked at, like, 3. But I remember getting to work, like, you guys have no idea what kind of night I had. Like, look at my face. <laughs> I chip my tooth. I was showing everybody. Now my girlfriend at the time, or like now, I remember going up to her. I go, look at what I did to myself. And we weren't dating. I'm sure she probably just thought I was a total moron. But <laughs> yeah, anyway. Still does. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so <laughs> definitely uh, have my fair share of those nights. That one was definitely sticks out. But yeah, you got to be careful. Once you're like, you almost have to like learn how, how, well, you got to learn your limit really, but learn how to drink and not just like get to that fucking point. But it's almost just trial and error, really. Your, your drinking story reminded me of my 21st. I think we had mentioned 21st birthday at some point. Have I ever told you the story about my 21st? Mm-mm. Well, we went, it was a Monday, so <laughs> not it's a almost lot better. It's almost better though than weekend. Mine was a Saturday and I before i even got to the bar so the rundown of my my 21st the start of the day i think we went and played golf was drinking yes one play golf eh, had a few out there maybe a little bit more than a few went to the dmv to go get my license so i got that and i <laughs> took my picture drunk and it's still my picture to this day on my id yeah. is drunk me <laughs> is it bad or do you look kind of normal it's bad it no <laughs> that's it's, awesome i look like i look like an absolute meathead <laughs> I might have to 
I might have to throw it on the Instagram post. Please do. And so that did that went home. I think I took like a little bit of a nap just to power up. Um, went to dinner with my family and extended family cousins, all that. Had some drinks there. And then my buddy picked me up to go out to the bars. Well, we wanted to do a little extracurriculars beforehand, so we went out on this dock and loaded a little bowl, and we're smoking out there out on the water. Nice, sunny August day. And uh, a couple cops start walking up the, the walk, like up the dock. Fuck. We're on the end of it. We're, we are trapped. Like, you're fucked. Just jump in. And so, well... We're like, well, we'll see what happens. So, start walking back, and we meet the cops halfway, and they said, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, you know, we're just hanging out. Just trying to get high. And they go, no, we're just, uh, we're just hanging out, you know, looking, looking out at the water. <laughs> Which would have been the one of the most questionable things. No kidding. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and he goes, yeah, smells like you guys are smoking some pot. And I was like, eh, yeah, well. Maybe a little bit of that. And so, how old are you guys? And then, shout out to my buddy. He goes, well, actually, it's this guy's 21st. And the cops were like, oh, well, is that right? And so, that kind of changed the mood a little bit. and They were cool about it. And I remember walking away, and they, they told my friend some sort of version of, make sure he can't walk by the end of the night. Something along those lines. <laughs> Hell yeah, you got like, cool cops. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, make sure he this guy gets fucked up by the end of the night. And then they told us to get out of there and go on our way. I got a question. And At that point, pot was legal, wasn't it? If on your tw- Around your 21st birthday like that? I feel like that it was legal. Yes, yes, it was legal. Yeah. It was legal, but it's also like... It's still frowned upon. The mo- it's, <laughs> well, you can't smoke. It's illegal to smoke it in public. Oh, yeah. Literally, Duh. the only way you can legally smoke weed in Washington is if you own property and you're smoking on your own property. You can't smoke it in any private business. You can't smoke it outside. You can't smoke it anywhere other than your own property, technically. I got to go get some pot. So, so anyway, we, we go out on our way to the bar. And for whatever reason, for a Monday night, it was pretty busy. Just this kind of neighborhood bar over down by the water. And they had these things on Monday nights called goldfish races. And so goldfish races, basically you draft a goldfish out of, out of a cup. (laughs) And they had two like fluorescent light fixture things filled with water. And the race would be just head to head matchups. It was a bracket and you pour your fish into the water and you have a straw in your mouth and you blow them along the tube and whoever wins wins fuck yeah so there was probably there was at least 16 because i know we, we i had multiple matchups at least 16 people 16 fish in this tournament how many fish did you have and, to pick from like well, was there a, was i mean there was a ton tank? of cups no it was just a ton of cups with a goldfish swimming around oh, okay i got you this was a bunch of fish and so it wasn't like you guys were yeah, using every so, fish no, 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 no. How'd you was, make your decision? We each had our own, though. We each had our own. I just picked one. Dude, I was already drunk. So <laughs> I just picked a fish. Did you name him? And I lost. Nah, no. Oh, come on. And it's a good thing I didn't. We'll get there. We'll get there. So I lose my first round matchup, but luckily there's a loser's bracket. And I ran my way through that loser's bracket. And I came back. And in the championship, I was going up against the guy that I lost to. I think he was the reigning champ. Like, he was there every Monday, and he was good at this. How the fuck can you be good at that? I don't know. But I had to beat him two out of three. Won the first race. So now this one, this one's for all the marbles here. Mm-hmm. And he beats me. He beats me. And at this point, everybody knows it's my 21st. Tell me he's talking shit. He, yeah, oh yeah, there, there, are some, <laughs> there are some bragging going on. And he wins and he's happy. Then he goes, you got to eat the fish. I was like, oh. huh? He goes, you got, he goes, you got to eat the fish. And I was like, okay. And so I took it out, took it out the cup, and I just bit down on it, chomped it, oh, oh, oh my. It, like chomped on it. And everybody was like, what, yo, what the fuck? Oh what? my god. <laughs> and the, even the dude was like, yo, I thought you were just going to swallow that thing. And I was like, nah, you said eat it, dude. And 
Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of bad. We love animals and here, so I he... swear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh so so he, goes, he goes, I'll buy taste. you. Uh, probably like chicken. I don't remember. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> like sushi? Yeah, that's that's the fish's name, Sushi. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. But yeah, dude goes, after that move, I'm buying you a shot of whatever the fuck you want here. Happy birthday. <laughs> so we yeah. went up there and I picked out some whiskey or something. But yeah, oh that was a fun God. night. I ended ended that night on, I think there's probably still a picture somewhere on my Instagram. Uh, we were driving down 405. I was not driving. My friend was driving down 405 and I said, pull over. I had a dip in my mouth with a spitter. And there's a picture of me. Door window open. I'm my legs are still in the car, but my face and torso is out on the shoulder of the freeway. And I have puked, but my spitter is still upright. And we powered through, went to McDonald's, I see it. and that was I'm looking at it right now. You found it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> Happy twenty first to me, and you're just fucking wasted. <laughs> And the, the tag is I-405. Oh, man. Well, I'm yeah, glad so you didn't drive. Bad. That's for sure. No, that <laughs> I wouldn't have made it out of the parking lot. No. Oh, fuck. That was a night. There's probably some fish in there, in that puke. Oh, come on. I can't believe you ate a fish and, like, chewed it. You're a terrible chomped person. It. Ch- just absolutely chomped it. Oh, you're Molars. a terrible person. Great somewhat memory, though. Like, it's hazy, but it happened. happened. (laughs) That's so funny. I love hearing those stories because everybody has a funny, like, twist to it. So I saw, uh, I don't know why we were just, I got another 21st birthday story that's pretty funny if you want to hear it. This is the drinking story, I Yeah, I guess. Fuck it. It's entertaining. Better than fucking sports. (laughs) (laughs) What sports? Uh, There's no sports on anymore. So shitty college basketball. My friend James, he his twenty first. He he's a not younger than us, like grade wise by any means, but like later in the year. And those are always seem to be the people get, that get the brunt of it. Because like for me, see that was me. Yeah, because you're summertime. Of my entire grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he's like springtime to like later the, or earlier than you, but I mean I was already I'm I'm fall so I'm all, I was like right off the bat you know, and uh, he we did the usual you know twenty one run basically you open the door in every single bar and say oh it's his birthday it's his twenty first birthday and then they just get smashed so he's pissed drunk and we were going from one bar to the next and he. Like, I always like to think when people get drunk, they get, like, drunk eyes, you know? He gets drunk oh, yeah. face. His whole face looks drunk. Like, he just looks shit face. Three sheets to the wind. Super quick. Like, he's drooling? No, no, no. He just, his face, like, there's just, it's the lights are on and nobody's home. It's that stupid cliche. So, yeah. me being a nice guy, you know, I'm like, oh, come on, James, let's, let's get going to the next place. So, I'm... I got him on one, like, his arm around my shoulders because I'm not a tall person, so that's pretty easy. Well, then the other person that comes to help us is our friend Shaggy. Well, Shaggy's six foot seven, so James is all kinds of crooked now because he's got one arm on Shaggy's shoulders, who's a, monster, a foot taller than me, so he's all crooked, and he's mad, and he's like, just let me walk. Just let me walk. So they're like, all right, fine. If you want to fucking walk, you can walk. Takes... Five steps, starts tumbling, or starts, like, basically, like, getting ready to fall. It's a really slow fall. And his feet get, his feet aren't going quick enough for his body. And he starts going down and smashes into a light pole. Almost, like, face first. Gets up, he's like, I'm good, I'm good. So then we keep going, and and eventually he's, you know, they're like, you guys got to get him out of here, get him home. We're like, all right. So taking him home. And take him up to bed. Well, the next morning, we find out he broke his collarbone. <laughs> and, like, it's just, and uh, he, I he's going to be pissing me for telling this, but I'm going to do it anyways. 
and he pissed his pants all in the same go around and his phone was still in his pocket so his phone was broken too so he broke his collarbone that is a rough way to pissed wake up his pants and broke his phone all in a 121 run that's a way to shout do out it. to james <laughs> getting married in a month <laughs> tell that tell that story his wedding <laughs> i wouldn't i think she, she already knows <laughs> yeah that's a good one i've got okay just to round it out i got one more all right because we each told a story about ourselves and you told one about a friend so i'll tell one about a friend and actually a friend of the pod uh this is actually the third episode in a row that larry's been mentioned oh fuck larry um, man fuck larry well well larry had his own 21 run kind of and uh we went out to to downtown seattle and we were drinking he might be not too happy that i'm telling this either but he'll get <laughs> fuck him out of it, so fuck him fuck him fuck, fuck, fuck you larry <laughs> so we go out to downtown seattle and went to a couple like dive bars drinking or whatever and we end up in this kind of weird dark grungy bar bartender's got a massive beard he actually ended up telling us he was in the world beer championships telling us all about it and we're drinking there and larry starts getting tequila shots and other people in the in the bar start hearing that it's his 21st so he gets a few more he took two or three maybe four and after one of them he just looks at me and he starts oh, kind no. of shaking his head shaking his head and i'm like go to the bathroom go to the bathroom yeah watery go mouth go to the bathroom and he made it almost there. Oh, he tried. Puked in between a couple pinball machines. Oh and no! And I go, I go, Larry, you gotta, gotta you gotta get in the bathroom, dude. <laughs> go, gotta go. go in there. I'll take care of this. You gotta go the fuck in there. So he scuffles on in, and I go up to the bartender, and I go, Yeah, my buddy, uh, you gotta clean up by the pinball machines. Uh, they take care of it or whatever, and they tell us that, well, you guys got to go. You got to get him out of here. You can't mm-hmm. be puking on the machines and yeah. s- stick around in this establishment. Eh, fair enough. Well, a couple of other people had shown up, friends of ours, and Larry had decided that he wanted to go to the strip club. <laughs> oh, all right. He's not going to be happy okay. with you. Well, was so he the... telling people about stonks? No, 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 no. This was way pre-stonks, Larry. That's a that's a recent development. I know. I just so, with you. so we're on our way there. We'd been watching the Mariner game at the the previous bar, keeping tabs on it, and they were in the playoff hunt. It was late August, and we're interested. And they're playing right down the road, so we go and we're walking into the strip club, and the bouncer or whoever the guy at the front desk says, "You get you know you can take one friend in." He goes in with his roommate at the time and. That was they were they got in free because it was his birthday, right? So he walks in with these two scantily clad women, and they go in. And so now I'm with, I'm with another one of our friends and his girlfriend, and we're standing at the front desk, and we're like, do we want to go in? And I asked the guy, and I could hear the Mariner game on in the strip club, and I could hear it or see it on in a TV in there, and I could hear him listening to it. And I go, yo, what's the score? And he goes, actually, Seeger just tied it up with a home run. I was like, oh, no shit. So me, my friend, and his girlfriend all go back to the other bar. We leave Larry in the strip club. He was fine. He ended up being fine, but I think he got booted <laughs> at about 10.30 <laughs> and had to go home at about 10.30 on his 21 run while me and the other two stayed and watched a 15-inning baseball game back at their original bar and had to work at 4.30 in the morning the next morning. So I'm... I stayed out way later than this fool on his own 21st. <laughs> I'll never really let him live that down. And now it's up there in podcast lore and the whole world knows about it. So I feel like that's kind of common, though. Shout out to Larry. With 21 to, runs. If to, it's your 21 run, early. yeah, you're not, like, oh, no, you're not really making it that far into the night. <laughs> you're getting pissed drunk, and all of your friends are like, all right, who's taking them home? Yeah, it's not a... It's not a, like a scarlet letter. It's not like a huge mark against him. I just mm-hmm. Coming from the guy laying on I-405. Hey, that was at like 1.30 in the morning. So. <laughs> oh, shit. So I love the, a good uh, drunk story. The they always make me laugh. Drinking story portion of the pod. 
Well, they're always so random. You never know what kind of shit people get into when they start drinking. And when you don't know what you're doing, like 20 run runs always seem to have good stories. Yes, because you're just an absolute amateur. Yeah, you don't know what you're fucking doing. (laughs) And your whole entire purpose for that day is just get drunk as possible. Piss drunk, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, let's take a brief break, and I don't know what we're going to do for the second half, but it'll be something. All right, we're back after a brief intermission, bathroom break, drink refill. Chris, do you want to talk to the people about the uh, bet you had the other day? Last night? Yes, Mm -hmm. I do. So, I haven't watched a lick of Husky basketball all season long. Literally, maybe two minutes. That's it. And I watched most of their games. I think we've talked about this before. Just cannot do it. They're horrible. They were 3-16 and coming into last night. And you had actually texted me about a couple of hockey picks earlier in the day. And so I hopped on the app and I was looking and it defaults to college basketball. And the only game on the slate left for me was Washington at, at Wazoo. Huskies playing the Cougs. And the Huskies were plus 220 underdogs. And anytime I see something like that against the Cougs, if the Cougs are that heavy of a favorite, that's a that's a light bulb going off. It's that that's not right. And that <laughs> there's an opportunity there. So knowing that Husky basketball is trash and knowing that I haven't watched any of it and not knowing that we were missing our starting point guard, I hammered it and I took them on the, the, the sheer premise that one, they're not going to lose the Cougs twice in one season. And two, the Cougs being favored is an advantage for the Huskies, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, it doesn't fucking matter. If the Cougars are favored over the Huskies in anything, they're bound to collapse. It's it's just a law of nature. And the Huskies picked up their fourth win. That's Playoff contention. For some that, bleh, let's not go too far. <laughs> hey, they beat Colorado. But for somebody that's and Wazoo, two shit teams. <laughs> Colorado's probably going to be a tournament team. Didn't they beat Colorado and Utah? I'm pretty sure they did. But I don't anyway. know. Yeah, it's... I felt like that was a very, very just precise. I know this; these two schools well enough to have not watched a single minute of college basketball involving those two all year long and be like, nope, that's not going to happen. Huskies ended up <laughs> winning it with a bucket the last three seconds. Well, it started, it started out 2-0 at the first TV timeout, so that just made me laugh. Oh, yeah. No, and, and the Huskies burner. went. There was a stretch in the second half. I think at the end of the at halftime, it was, the Huskies were up by like 13. They closed on a 13-0 run, something like that. And then there was a stretch in the second half where they missed 14 or 15 shots in a row. They hadn't scored in like upwards of six or seven minutes. And – that's something that I'd come to kind of become accustomed to with Husky basketball, but I haven't watched them all year, and it was pretty jarring. But because I don't have any emotional connection to this team, it was almost funny. And so I, I'm watching it, but they ended up pulling it out like I knew they would. I mean, there was never a doubt there. And, yeah, I felt pretty happy about that. Both your hockey picks hit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yesterday was a good day. Yeah, I'm starting to hit my stride on hockey, I feel like. Hockey... I don't I'm not betting any of these point spreads. It's too too difficult once you start getting it. The the payouts are really good though. Like last night's game, Calgary could take them at plus or at minus one and a half. They ended up winning by one, but the payout was plus one ninety, so you get good value there, but it's tough with hockey. And they were up three one going then uh, Vancouver was going empty net too, so you're hoping you just get a lucky one and sure as shit uh Vancouver scored a late goal last 30 seconds and sent it to overtime. So it's tough with um, with point spreads. You're better off just taking the money line with how uh, how random those games are. But it, it's challenging. I definitely am not above 500 betting hockey, but I would say I'm getting close. And you're usually just playing the money lines? Yeah, just money lines. The, yeah, the whole pulling the goalie thing is – that would sketch me out mm-hmm. playing – 
playing spreads, man. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. It's, and that's why they're always at one and a half. Yeah, it seems to be one. If you see a two and a half, that's somebody's playing the Red Wings. <laughs> well, that's one of the teams we bet against last night. Yeah, and that's why Blackhawks. All I'd heard is that the Red Wings are horrible. They're not good. They're just really young now. I think they're going to be good in a couple years. With the, all their young talent, they're going to get another high pick this year. But yeah, I mean, the the point spreads in hockey. It's I would assume it's probably equivalent to the point spreads in soccer. Like that's fucking hard too. So I don't bother. Or baseball. Baseball is is equally tough. Any sport where they play so many regular season games, that's what makes football so perfect. Is because every game means so much that no teams just take a game off. Basketball, mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah, I mean, baseball today's really game take basketball. games off, but it can be just such a toss up. Uh-huh. But yeah, basketball, Brooklyn, dude. Teams Brooklyn's will just say no like, "No KD, yeah. no Kyrie." This game, I took money. The players line. just <laughs> openly don't give a fuck about the regular season. I know. But they have no incentive to. I mean, in basketball, like the NBA, more so than anything else, just because I feel like at least, this is just my opinion, but seedings only really matter from like you if you're in that three to eight range. Like if you're, if you're battling for like a six seed versus an eight, you're obviously taking those games more seriously, but it's only at the end. People are still going to take their rests and everything. Speaking of basketball, Damian Lillard is putting together quite the fucking season this year. He has had, on three different occasions, some fucking clutch buckets. And they've been... He hit the buzzer beater, and he hit the one this weekend to when it was tied against Dallas. And with, like, not a lot of time left, uh, three, right after dunk. Donk, donk it, donk, <laughs> Donchich. Luka Donchich. Luka Donchich. Donkic. Right at, Donkic. Donkic. Yeah, Donkey. Right after he hit uh, a tying three, Lillard comes down, no questions asked. So, I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping he gets some MVP votes. I don't think he's gonna win, but man, he's played so fucking good. And they haven't had Nurk all season. CJ's been out for like three weeks. No Zach Collins, like. Him and Mello have been playing great. Gary Trent Jr. is having a fucking awesome year, too. Enos Cantor. I don't know if, if you saw any of the highlights or anything. A couple games ago, he took an elbow uh, from Derek Jones Jr. right in the eye. And it looked like it was pretty gnarly. He was all cut up and goes into the locker room. It's almost halftime. Goes to get stitched up. Comes out and just fucking balls out with, like, six stitches in his forehead. It was crazy. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like it, man. Are any other guys coming back? What do you mean? McCollum, yeah. Nurkic, Collins. It's potential for all three. CJ, for sure. He had a foot injury that they've really been taking their time with. Uh, Collins was out the majority of last year with a serious leg injury, but he could be back. And I think there's potential Nurk could be back, but Collins and Nurk, it's going to be a while. But McCollum could be back here in the next couple weeks. Well, Nurkic for the postseason, that's... That would be huge. Dude is a beast. Bosnian beast. I like the Blazers, though. I, I think they got a good little team. This, mm-hmm. this might be their best team that they've had since since Lillard's gotten there. Yeah, it's it's the most... Uh, it's the deepest team with what they have right now. Um, Robert Covington is starting to play well. And Derek Jones Jr., he is what he is on offense, but he's a great defender. And he's, dude, he's really fun. I don't know if you've seen him play at all, but that dude is so fucking athletic. It's insane. Like, he's getting swats, dunking over people. It's fun to watch. And Melo, dude, he has totally accepted his role of just, like, when we need you, we need you. He plays 15 minutes or 40 minutes. It doesn't matter. And he comes out, and he's just the same fucking Melo. You're not going to get a lot on defense. He's going to grab boards, and he's going to get buckets on offense. He's been playing really Speaking well. Speaking of boards, who's number four? Is that, was that Harry Giles? Yep. Who am I? Mm-hmm. Dude, when I was watching, who were they playing? <laughs> we bet them last week. Uh, that, it was Blazers and... Oh, uh, let me look. Hang on. We keep talking. They were playing a good team. It was... We took a money line, and it was good value. I, fuck, I forget who they were playing. Give me but a dude, second. I was watching that game. 
and he was snagging boys. It was seventy sixers hustle, the Sixers. That's yeah. right. And yeah, he dude, he's just super athletic, and like I'm just saying, their bench is very underrated. They outscored the Mavs bench by like close to forty points. Blazers might be a problem in the West, especially especially if AD doesn't if come there's back. There's no AD. Achilles mm-hmm. injury lingers. The Jazz are looking good. Mm-hmm. I know the Jazz are really good. They are. Um, but at the same time, it's Utah. Fuck Utah. They might be kind of a a paper tiger, kind of like when the Pacers would be the number one seed in the East. But it's like, okay, you're not going to get past LeBron. Uh, the Suns too are a team to watch. They're good. Booker's played but, well. Dude, if Aiden's AD, played if well. AD is out, the West Chris is Paul. wide open. Yeah, it is. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a, a long-term thing, but it's, I mean, it's proven to linger. It's an Achilles, though, man. I know, and it's, it's an proven Achilles to linger because he was cleared. Mm-hmm. He was cleared, and then that happened. Um, Blazers have the five seed right now, five games back of the one. Yeah, I'm, or, yeah five and a half. That, dude, they're playing well. This is some of the best basketball I've seen them play. The defense is rough. That really needs to improve. Um, but also, it's rough because Enos Cantor's are only true like big right now. Yeah, I, I think the basketball playoffs, the NBA playoffs, I really especially came around to it last year in the bubble because it was really the only thing going. But the basketball playoffs are so good, mm-hmm. and the regular season is so bad. Yeah, that it's <laughs> it's tough. You kind of got to keep tabs on it, but. Right now, it would be Blazers-Suns first round. That would be a really good first round matchup. That would be a very good first round. You also have Lillard and Booker. If it were to end right now, you have Denver, L.A., uh, Lakers, that is, and Utah, Golden State, like 1-8 seed. That's a fucking hell of a one. <laughs> one versus eight. Who would it have been? If it ends right now, one versus eight would be Utah and Golden State. Yeah, and if you're Utah, look out. Yeah, you're. That's, that's not not who you want to see. <laughs> that's for not sure. Not at all. <laughs> not like, come on, give me a Memphis for God's sake. As an eight seed, yeah. Or a Spurs. God, we should be <laughs> playing the Bobcats. Yes, that's rough. But anyways, I know you had an idea to fix basketball. Would you like to uh, share that? Oh, that's right. Thank you for reminding me because I'd forgotten I, about this. I know. I do. I know. I set my notes. Don't worry. <laughs> And then I want to talk some football. Okay. All right, go ahead. Some FCS? That's starting this weekend. (laughs) No. (laughs) FCS football. Oh, we might have to get in that. We might be an FCS podcast. I'm down. Fuck it. Those games on TV. Baby. Oh, yeah. Anyway, basketball. I have a solution. So, with the... The rise in analytics and the focus on the three-point shot and how utterly dominant it's become. I mean, if, if you're not shooting threes and you're not making threes, you're not winning in today's basketball. I've come up with an idea to nerf it. And it's a very simple one. It's one that's been around for years. It's almost as old as the game itself. And they start playing on your elementary school double-rim hoops. Okay. If you're not swishing that bitch, it's not going in. Especially if you're shooting from 30 feet. You gotta be lights out to be hitting on a double rim. Now, that'll bring back the inside game. It'll bring back the mid-range, the touch shots. It'll bring back a more pure form of basketball. And you can still shoot threes, but you gotta be wet. And you can't be hitting the rim. You, if, if anything, you gotta hit, like, bottom side of the back rim. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's not going in on a double rim. You ever try to shoot it on a double rim? Yeah, it bounces like crazy. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. That's my solution. So just adding another rim. Yeah, you just you just play on playground double rims. Good luck. Are you still shooting 40%? Probably no. not. No, probably not. Huh. I never thought about that. I, won't, I don't... And it doesn't fundamentally change the game in the no, sense of like... It's not like make it 11 Raising the rim. Yeah. Yeah, any stupid shit like that. It just nerfs shooting a little bit who says no i mean i like watching threes but it would make it more interesting a little more post game but i don't know 
I'd say, yeah, you go double rims and you you inch towards street ball rules with the lack of fouls. If somebody's not, not getting beat the fuck up, it's not a foul. Dude, watching Pac-12 basketball, especially last night, I've got it on right now, it is. I mean, the Pac-12 is an extreme example because their refereeing is <laughs> It's <horrible>. so bad. <laughs> it's so soft. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. There are, I mean, there are so many fouls called. I mean, I'm watching Colorado Stanford right now. I don't give a fuck about either of these teams. Don't have any money on it. It's just on. I'm one of... I. We might have more listeners than Pac-12 Network has viewers. Put Probably. it that way. The referee... I mean, this guy just... Literally, just now, as I'm speaking, there was no... Every call is bitched about because there's no contact. It's just... And then they go into the tournament, and they, these teams are used to getting these calls all year long where somebody sneezes next to them and it's a foul and they're shooting free throws Mm -hmm. and they go into the tournament and they're getting bodied up by a Georgetown or a fucking Ohio state or whoever, you know, somebody that's been playing basketball all year long and bodying up people and they're not getting their calls. Then they lose. Yeah. So make basketball, make basketball physical again and double rims. That's what we want to get rid of. Basically get rid of hand checks then. Yes, dude. Let's play. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go back to the old ways. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of, like, nuance in basketball that is kind of frustrating when it comes to fouls and how good people are at drawing them. I still like the one of a shooter's got to be able to land. I feel like that's a good rule to have. Because when people get underneath yes, the shooter, that's Yes, unless when sketchy. they lean, dude. I understand that the, the point of it, but that's different than what I was talking about. It's the about. pump fake and then jumping into them. I know that. And it's not a real jump shot if you're leaning in like that. But if you're coming in and you're late and you're underneath the shooter, that's a foul. It should be, at least, in my opinion. But I get the lean-in ones. And it's the same with back in the day. They used to do the um, cross like in triple threat and cross and that and go up with the shot. And that was always a foul. People don't do that as much anymore, but you still see it every once in a while. I also get annoyed well, with they try and Yeah. Where they try and get the guy reaching and mm-hmm. then they drag their basically arms run KD into it all the time. Yeah. I also get annoyed in college with the, uh, the no continuation. It's like, they can't, there's no, if you're not like literally shooting the ball, it's a, it's on the ground. I feel like that's just so dumb because there's so many times where it's like, I mean, he picked up his dribble and he got fouled with the ball in both hands. Like he wasn't like shooting, but he was shooting kind of thing. Right. So I don't know. College basketball is frustrating in a lot of ways, but it is exciting because it's just seems to be a mess all the time. Like you don't really get a lot of clean college basketball games. No. What did we say last week? I'm fine with leaving the single rim. I'm I'm fine with the single rim in college, but if you get to the pros, you got to be swishing your threes or they're not going in, because yeah. you guys are too good. You're too good at it. You have you can literally practice all all fucking day every day. You're not a pitcher. You can't like like that's the thing about sh- like uh, shooting a basketball. You your arms. I mean, yeah, you can get fatigued, but your arms not like tired to the point where you have to rest and you have to take a day off. You can shoot. All the fucking time. You can get a thousand shots up a day. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, you're going to get really good at it. And you guys are too good. So we're going to make it tougher. <laughs> I don't think that would ever go in the N- NBA, but I hear you. I get the reason. We'll make it a better it. product. Mm-hmm. Not for the we'll diversify the game. Well, no, they would adjust. They would adjust for sure. I would love to see some 85 to... 79 basketball NBA games. You're the only one who's clamoring for Just that. Just grind it out. I am not wanting that. No, I don't think so, man. <laughs> I don't think so because right now it's glorified street ball. No, it's not. I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot that goes on. into it and strategy that's and stuff like that. That's a little bit. But the, no, dude. No, that that's an exaggeration. But with the just reckless abandon that these guys will chuck up threes. Yeah, because it's it, more points. Statistically, mm-hmm. because, yes, exactly, because statistically that's the most efficient way to do it. That's not fun to watch. Like, you guys are just chucking. And, yeah, you make a good amount of them, make it harder. You make too many of them. 
I hear you, but I don't know. Joel Embiid would be the best player in the league if they did that. Yeah, probably. Him or Jokic or one of the big guys, yeah. Or AD. Or AD. LeBron. I mean, LeBron would still have his place, but. <laughs> Definitely. He wouldn't be shooting threes anymore, I tell you that. No, he'd be going to the rack. He'd be posting dudes up, and the mid-range would come back. There would be a value in every single shot again. Yeah, there's no value in the mid-range anymore in the NBA. It's threes and layups and free throws. Except for your elite players like your your LeBrons, your KDs, and Kawhis. Yeah, you still Other than them. guys like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also a little different come playoff time. Like, regular season, they'll let guys just get open looks at three because they don't want to go run out and close out. But come playoff time, they'll close out, and then that's when you see guys start earning their buckets. Mm-hmm. But still, double rims, double rims. I'm gonna I'm gonna die on this hill. Double rims. Uh, so, football, because I'm done with the basketball. I think Russ is leaving. Well, you're wrong. I know you think that's just straight speculation, but that's trade. I mean, how much would you like to put on it? I don't know. You, you literally pretty... name your amount. Oh, I don't know. Name I don't know. I, okay, before we get to that, can I just... And I'll give you plus 200. Okay, but let me think about it. But plus 200. Can you shut the fuck up so I can talk? So About this nonsense? About this non-story? Motherfucker, listen, just hear me out, because it's a good trade for the fucking Seahawks, too. The Seahawks in this proposed trade, they would get Nick Bosa, Jimmy G, which, meh. And two first-round picks. I know Jimmy G. That's not your quarterback. It doesn't matter. But you get Nick Bosa and two first-rounders, Deshaun Watson to the 49ers, Sam Darnold to Houston, and Russ to the Jets. I know there's a few. I'm missing some pieces in, in that. But if you're the Seahawks, that's that's not bad. I mean, that's really – you're getting, I mean, a top-five pass rusher in, in the league, picks – and a quarterback that can get you by until you can get somebody else. Yeah, so on the contrary, one, not going to happen. Two, Russell has a no-trade no clause. And he I don't think he's waiting it for the New York Jets. No, no that's probably true. That's probably true. Because he's not going to get protected there, and that was his whole beef, was he's not getting help. And he wants input he on He doesn't who's. want out. I, yeah, I understand. It's, it's likely a play to, you know, get some help and be a part of decisions and get some offensive line help and so on. But it's pretty interesting. And if he's really sick of it, like they just tell him, no, you're not getting that power. Then he could waive his no trade clause for a certain team. I don't think it would be the jets. I still think he would say no, but who knows if he really wants out, they got a new coach. They got high draft picks. I don't know if any of those picks are getting sent to Seattle, but I don't know. It's uh, interesting to think about, and I like to speculate. I feel like this is just you lashing out. It is, but I still like to. Yeah, because he's not going anywhere, and we're going to get J.J. Watt. Neither is Russell. You could get a washed-up J.J. Watt. I'll take him. I'll fucking take him. I'll take him. Even if he only plays six games, I don't give a fuck. I'd take him. I would honestly sit him until about week 10. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. To That's me, what I thought the Patriots were going to do with Gronk the year he retired. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were just going to stash him until about week 10, let him practice for a couple weeks, play a couple games, and then be ready to go for the postseason. It's not a bad move if you know you got other weapons and you just, like, just need you for the playoffs. Especially if you're Gronk and you're getting a full contract anyways. And like you want to not... go do WWE shit. <laughs> I think that would probably be in the no category for things he could do while he wasn't playing football. He's not under contract. He said, I don't give a fuck what you say, Bill. Yeah, I know he was then, but if you're telling him, okay, sit for the first nine weeks and come back week 10 in playoffs, in the first nine weeks he's not able to go do WWE. (laughs) Well, regardless, Russell Wilson will play another game in the Seahawks uniform. And he'll probably retire in a Seahawks uniform. Mm-hmm. And there's not really any doubt in my mind that he'll be the quarterback come September. And if you'd like to take the other side on that, I will gladly match whatever the fuck you'd like to put down on it. I just want to do 20, and I'll take it at 200. Fine by me. You give me 40, I give you 20. Uh, 
No, you'll give me 20 and that'll that'll be it. Oh, this is going to be interesting. I just hope now he moves. He's a Sierra's I mean, I promise mouthpiece. You, I pr- promise you that he won't. He's Sierra's mouthpiece. Thanks for the $20. I'll go buy myself a nice lunch. A nice a lunch. A euro and some Greek fries. Oh, my God. And maybe a beer. On your dime. He's on the move. He's on the move. Yeah, it's nonsense. You got any more nonsense? Come on down to the Jets. We got something brewing. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. That's it? Are you done? Here we go, Jets. Here we go. Yeah, 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 we're done here. We're, Dude, we're done. he could be a Jet. He could be a Jet. No, he couldn't. No, he couldn't. Why not? It's New York. In New York. Go on. <laughs> Uh, dude, I could see it. He wants to go to the big city. Yeah, that seems right up his alley. Well, it seems right up his wife's alley. And like I said, he he's the mouthpiece. Okay. We'll see. We'll see come September. <laughs> Thanks for the free money. Appreciate it. Let me know if you want to up it, too. That's fine okay. with me. I think... Keep this thing going. I think... There's there's so many moving pieces to that. That one's not going to be it. But after seeing some more of the headlines, I'm sure teams are going to be taking shots at that. And even with his no trade clause, if they're really telling him he can't, he's not going to be a part of whatever that he wants to be a part of. I don't know. We don't know with the superstars. Anything could happen. It's mindless speculation. It they're is. Still in time. I know. I know. They're it filling is. time in a dead zone. I know it is, but I'm still gonna. I'll buy it. I won't. I'll just start baseless rumors about Aaron Rodgers. That's you already I have. <laughs> I know. Uh, That's fine. At least mine. At least mine came from the man himself. He said, "Hey, one more here." Like I and said, that's not me putting words in his mouth. That's not me speculating. I just that, said, "Hey, man." I didn't this speculate guy said he's either. One more game here. I didn't speculate sure either. Are. Yeah, I did sure not. Are. You're, it came you're from Wes, Russell Wilson. Came from Russell Wilson. No. It came from reporters saying that it came from Russell Wilson. It came I from Russell Wilson. Shit. I haven't heard Russ say he shit. He wants I'm to not be going a part to. of things. Because I don't like listening to his interviews anymore. I don't really like listening to the guy. T- I actually, sometimes I do. Sometimes I like his Why? things. Dude, he is the... No. He says nothing about well, nothing all the time. I had to unfollow him on Twitter years ago. And I don't even yeah. really use Twitter anymore. But it's ridiculous. He's like Boy, the worst interview you could possibly have. Not always. Not Come always. on. Come on. Because dude. he genuinely believes that stuff. And Yeah, it's so there's <laughs> it doesn't something mean it's not it. annoying and dumb. No, no, but there's something to it. Because think about when you uh dude, there's so many people that I get paired with playing golf that tell themselves how bad they are before and they'll tell me how bad they are before we start playing and then they'll hit a bad shot and they're like see and they're just like literally the entire time talking about how shitty they are at the game and then they wonder why they don't ever get better at it and it's because maybe you never give yourself a fucking chance russell's just a complete like extreme opposite of that where it's just he's just gonna tell it's just strictly focused on positive 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 what do i have to do to win Positive, positive, positive. And it comes off like super cheesy when he's talking about it. Because it is. It, I mean, the guy's been... But the guy... Well, okay. It's it cheesy if cheesy. he would do it for a year. It's cheesy if he would do it for a year. But when he's been doing this for the entire decade that he's been here and the oh, four years before that in cheesy. college and all through high school, and that's just how he's done it. And he's won a Super Bowl and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You got your Seahawks blinders and it, on. And, no, I don't. No, yes, I don't. Because do. I do. I, I see where you're coming from. But at the same time, it's like there is something to it, especially when you see the oh opposite side of it, which God. you see all the fucking time on something as simple as the golf course. You don't hear any professional athletes in the NFL saying, oh, I'm so bad at this. If you talk about him it, for like equal talent wise, nobody says that shit. So that's what I'm saying is he's like over the top Mr. Positivity and we're going to do all this and blah, blah, blah. It's just too fucking much. It's dumb. 
It's dumb. He's just and a then walking they come back cliche. In games that they never had any business winning. He's like a walking that. cliche, and I just am not here for it. <laughs> it just doesn't come that's off fine. as very authentic, in my opinion. What, but it, which I could what be I'm wrong. Saying. It's on the surface, like yeah, if you only listen to it a little bit of the time, yeah, you could say, oh, this guy's just faking it. But when somebody's done and said the exact same shit for a decade, like that's you can't fake that like there's no way and, and the way that other people talk about him it's you can't like if it was all fake then you would crack like you, you couldn't just keep up a fucking lie for 10 years at a time that just that uh, doesn't that's make debatable sense. that's debatable and if people in the and nfl do it, it all the time unquote, fake, look at all of their press quote, unquote, conferences fake it still works like wouldn't you rather have that than somebody that starts pouting no, none of them do that though. That's my point. Have you ever watched Jay Cutler play quarterback? Oh my God! Come on, Jay Cutler, get the fuck out of here with Jay Cutler. Dude would pout all the time. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you see, bod, you see bad body language from over half the league at quarterback. You see bad body language all the time. You never see that from Russell. He's not yet asked for a trade, but. Yes, of course he hasn't. But he is trying to find a classy way out. Brandon Marshall. That's okay, what Brandon, Brandon Marshall, Marshall <laughs> Stupid ass. Hey, 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 hey. Two weeks in preseason and got cut. Shut up, Brandon Marshall. Want to be Shannon Sharp? <laughs> and at the end of that quote, he said, and that's my feeling on it. Oh, so that tells me you haven't heard shit and that you're just speaking out of your ass. Shut up. Non-story. Move on. We found a way to fill up airtime. Oh, here you go. Bums here. just doing it in the middle of February with nothing else to talk about. And we did it. Here talk about some go. drinking stories, Brandon Marshall. Stop making up shit about my quarterback. It's unfortunate, Dumbass. Wilson told Zach Barron. We had a great year. Did a lot of good things. Broke some cool records and stuff like that. But the whole point of doing it all is to win it all. So, you know, if you're second, you're last. Come on. That's so if you dumb. If you first, you're last. Okay, Ricky oh, oh, Bobby. But when Ricky Bobby, okay, when Ricky Ricky Bobby, Bobby. says that it's the coolest thing ever. Because it's a fucking comedy movie, you dope. Get the hell out of here. God. If you first, you're last. That's one of the most basic premises. Everybody resonates with that. But Russell says it now. It's corny. Okay. Baron then asked Wilson to explain the next move when... A life built around perfection and winning doesn't yield perfection. You have to be, and then this is what Russell said, you have to be able to accept the challenges and the tough times because it's it really catapults you to the best version of you. And I really fundamentally believe that. I think that any great artist or painter or inventor or leader or creator or anybody is not usually the, it's not usually the first attempt. What do you what, okay? What's the issue there? It, he's he's saying it's not usually the first attempt, meaning he wants to go try somewhere else. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. Speak about reading between the lines. <laughs> Jesus, you're making up lines. Uh, no, I'm not. Give me something here. Give me something, anything that tells me. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to leave. Nothing. It's all baseless speculation. No, it's not. Damn right, slanderous. Don't ever bring up Brandon Marshall's name on this podcast again. I will. I'm going to find a bunch of his quotes now. Good luck. What station is he on? I don't know. <laughs> it beats me. Exactly. Trash. <laughs> Sheesh. I, here I am defending a fucking bear, too. Jesus. And a Bronco. And for two weeks, a Seahawk. Uh, so he really knows the ins and outs of Russell Wilson. He's yeah, connected. Sure. I mean... That's the first person Russell goes to with breaking news. He's a one-page report Russell Wilson is, so I'm sure he figured it all out in two weeks. <laughs> he says the same thing over and over. Brandon Marshall wishes he was Shannon Sharp. End of story. Brandon Marshall's with CBS. Or at least that's what it says here on CBS. CVS? Like C the drugstore? Yes. No. CBS. I'm going to have a bunch of calls. They don't even have a dedicated sports channel. CBS Sports Network, you ever had that? You have to pay like $17 per watch. <laughs> watch the Huskies play BYU on that shit in 2010. It was horrible. Standard definition. 
Standard Time. And they lost. That was the start of Jake Locker's Heisman campaign. Fizzled out. Get the fuck Jake Locker. That guy was a bum. Yeah, he was a stud his freshman year. Didn't he have a little career in the NFL? Number eight overall pick with the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> That's right. He played like five seasons. Yeah, something like that, and then he retired. That and he got he he got drafted when they still had the fat rookies rookie contracts. So yeah, dude, he's a he's loaded and he's still living in Ferndale, Washington, coaching high school football, hunting, living his best life. That's all he ever wanted to do. He's only thirty two. He played from 2011 to 2014 with the Tennessee Titans. He actually may have been after the the massive contracts. Now that I think about it, 2011 sounds late. He still made. Sam Bradford was the last one. His sports salary was 3.1 million. What? No, he definitely made more than that. As a top 10 pick. That's that's years. his salary. Signing bonus 7.6 million. Total guarantees 12.5. So he made a good chunk of change, fifteen million. Especially for living in Ferndale, Washington. Oh, twelve. Sorry. Shout out to Jake Locker. I loved watching Jake Locker play football. I wish he had some talent around him. It just never really materialized. <laughs> and he probably should have either played baseball or safety. But ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Jake Locker's making the Instagram post, by the way, as a oh, late, come on, late sleeper. No, maybe. Vetoed. Veto? No, you don't get the veto. <laughs> you don't get the veto. I have sole discretion over the Instagram post, and I knock it out of the park every time. No, I, I have liked them. Don't get me wrong. Well? I think that might do it, huh? Yeah, I'm about, uh, about dry here on my second Bud Light tanker. <laughs> All right. Follow us on Instagram at the bullpen pod. Email the show, the bullpen at the bullpen pod at gmail.com. Uh, that's in the description as well. And we'll be back. I'm probably going to send out uh, a story every Tuesday um, asking for topics, suggestions, questions, concerns, anything that may be on your mind that you want us to tackle. Uh, we got a few submissions today. Didn't, eh, well, we touched on the real men of genius. Shout out to AJ. Um, there's some. There's a couple questions about uh, how we became friends, our story at a community college baseball, home of the Finns. Um, we'll probably touch on that in the coming weeks. That'll be a something we get into. And then, then some other random ones, Amazon tribal titties. This was all covered in the, in the deleted footage that we'll never see the light of day. It's already gone. As well as some, <laughs> it's in the garbage. As well as some tennis talk. <laughs> that was equally as terrible. Me trying to other... pronounce some Russian names that didn't go very well. K's and Z's and V's and E's, V's, D's and M's. Didn't go well for but me. But the point is, we will be sending out. I will be sending out um, a little, a little story every Tuesday. So if you got something throughout the week, you know, put a pin in it, save it for Tuesday, send us to us, uh, reply to the story. You can send it to us you know, any day of the week. That's true. We don't get a whole lot of DMs, so it's not like it's going to get lost. So, if you got something pressing, concerning, anything like that, send it on our way, and we'll tackle the toughest topics that you have to offer. <laughs> that being said, Mondo, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Have a good night, guys and gals. Bye.